The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk, WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DePietro. All right, here we go. The power hour has arrived. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It is Juan. It is hard to believe the Iowa caucus is this evening. Phone lines are open to you right now. We're going to do open line for our final hour today. 401-766-1380. Anything, first-time callers, welcome. Anything you want to comment, local, national, anything you want to talk about, open topic hour for you, the listeners of the program. Whether you're listening on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM or you're listening online at depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. If you're on Facebook, you can uh, also join in the conversation there. Dr. Lisa says, no surprise with Gina. Thank you, Frank. Great analogy. There's, uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Oh, I like that. Oh, thank you, Jim. Oh, I want to play that. That is fantastic. Thank you for finding that. Hola, Ryan. There's, um, let's see. Oh, this would be great. Thank you very much. Common dreams. It's okay. Chris mocked for fearing uh, Sanders. The Bernie Sears has Chris Matthews on the verge of tears. Uh, Let me play this again, folks. uh, Anything you want to talk about, I will give you the latest on the convention center. There are developments there. There are developments with that with Mattiello. If you saw yesterday's uh, front page Providence Journal story. They brought up the fact that, gee, what a surprise. Mattiello denied the fact that he said, I'm going to stick an enema up your behind. This is, uh, this is big. Thank you. Folks, I really, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. I, I, I'm live. I don't have time to find it. You have a listener that takes the time, they find it, give me the link, and we're going to play it. This, this is real. Chris Matthews was derided by progressives Monday morning after he delivered a two-minute diatribe against Bernie Sanders claiming he'd lose to President Trump in a general election matchup. The Bernie surge has Chris Matthews on the verge of tears, tweeted a Sanders supporter. It's okay, Chris. Samuel Feinstein, I think he's going to win big tonight. Um, Let's see. Matthews appeared on Morning Joe, part of a panel discussion, discussing the primary. Arms crossed and looking upset, and he was. The body language was brutal for Matthews. By the way, this portion of the program is brought to you by K's. Remember, whether it's lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge, stop by K's. They're waiting for you. The hardball host claimed that while all of the candidates were flawed, Sanders was one of the worst. I'm not happy, said Matthews. I'm not happy with this field. Uh, He said it reminded, Bernie Sanders reminds him of George McGovern, which was a disaster for the party against Richard Nixon. Journalist Rob Rousseau hit back on Twitter. Moronic cable TV millionaires like Chris Matthews truly believe nothing good can ever happen in America because of an election that happened 15 years ago. Cry more, Chris. We'd love to see it. Despite his concerns, Matthews admitted Sanders is likely headed to a strong showing in Iowa Monday night. I think he's going to win big tonight, real big. The cable news host also disparaged Sanders, analogous to the kind of older activists meaning anti-war tables at rallies. A comment that echoed Trump red-baiting attacks against Sanders in a Super Bowl interview. Uh, that's not necessarily a knock on Sanders. Chris Matthews said Bernie's like an old guy distributing socialist literature at an anti-war rally. As though that's a bad thing. It is a bad thing. You know why? 
because I don't agree with Matthews, but those those people never win. And this is fine for me. Bernie Sanders against Trump. Trump wins every time. He does. This is great. Let him be the nominee. It's going to be a great battle. Capitalism versus socialism. Good. All right, let me play. Let me play. Uh, here it is. I think they got to find a candidate for president that could be Trump. And you don't think anybody in this field? I'm looking. Trump? I'm still looking. Still looking. What's the problem? Obvious problems. They're all problems. Bernie Sanders is not going to be president of the United States. Okay? okay? I went back to the 72 race. I was a young volunteer for the DNC. I was working for a senator from Utah at the time. I've got to tell you, it feels a lot like it. A lot of giddiness, a lot of excitement, a thrill about this guy. You're saying a lot like McGovern? Well, exactly, because he was very excited. He excited the party completely. Blew away a really good candidate like Muskie, a really good guy. Blew him right out of the water because he had some issues. Now, analytically, I think a couple things have happened. One is Warren was riding high. I thought she was going to sweep through everything. I should first too easily and just keep going. She was the one candidate I thought could do that. What happened? She got a lot of scrutiny. A lot, you don't want a lot of scrutiny, and she got a lot of it. Does this stuff add up, the Medicare for all, the free college? All that stuff got killed. And guess who's going to get it now? Bernie's going to get it now. Bernie's going to ride high, and he's finally going to get scrutiny about his whole life, his ideology, his whole life, who do you root for all his life? Who is this guy ideologically? It's not just the nice, good stuff like health care. Why, why does he say the stuff he does about Maduran people like that? Why does he say Denmark one week and then somebody else? I mean, I, people got to figure out who the guy is. Yeah. I think I know because I've... I've dealt with these guys most of my adult life. So usually this. the guys at the card tables at, at, at a war rally. There'll be there some guy, old guy with some old literature from this socialist party or that, trying to sell it, trying to latch on to the anti-war movement. There's always guys like that. And they're usually, you know, as, as Howard Fine once said, non-negotiable demands. You yep. know, yelling up at the administration building during the anti-war movement. I know them. But I think the country's going to get to know him. I think we got a problem. We'll see. But, you know, nobody's going to say it tonight. They're all going to be cheering. Good old Bernie. You know, I think I think he's going to win big tonight. Real wow. big. Real. Boy, that is, um, I can't tell you how much that is on the money, uh, Matthews. And what I liked about it is he's not apologizing. This is not, you know, someone that doesn't know. He has covered this for a long time. I know this guy, the old guy. Sitting at the the rally with the card table with the socialism propaganda stuff. I know this guy, he says. Wow. Meanwhile, Bernie. Uh, so, let me hear. This is uh, Bernie Sanders now, tonight. Solidarity forever. That, they, they, these are socialists. They're communists. By the way, these are the public sector union workers, by the way. I don't know if they realize that. The, the, the local firefighters... Right? Teachers unions, they're all socialists. They are. They're communists. Bernie Sanders, a revolution. I like how Matthews imitated him with that. Continues. Here he is. The Bernie people, they are. They're fired up. Could this really happen? Could there really? 
you are willing to fight. Let me just go back to the beginning. Together, my friends, we have begun a political revolution to transform America. And that revolution, our revolution, continues. I'm Bernie Sanders. I'm running for president. And I'm asking you today to be part of an unprecedented grassroots campaign of one million active volunteers in every state in our country. He's going to, folks, uh, here's the thing. And again, good afternoon. Uh, this is, um, he's an exciting candidate and people are angry. People are angry out there. And if you hate President Trump the way like uh, some of these leftist socialist people do, Mayor Pete isn't angry enough for you, right? Biden's not angry enough for you. Bloomberg's not even angry. Bernie's angry. He's an angry old guy. God, I love them going after Matthews. They hate Chris Matthews. <laughs> Cry some more, Chris. Matthews was on the money. What a good piece that is. Let me find that. Thank you who sent that to me. Wow. Where is it? I'll find it. He's so, they're so, um, <laughs> boy, this guy uh, is tweeting nonstop all Bernie stuff. They just keep putting it out. They're looking. I, I think he is going to win tonight. Harry, here we go. They got to find a candidate for president. It could be Trump. And you don't think anybody in this? I'm looking. Be Trump? I'm still looking. Still looking. What's the problem? Obvious problems. They're all problems. Bernie Sanders is not going to be president of the United States. Okay. okay. I went back to the '72 race. I was a young volunteer for the DNC. So let me stop it. Picture that running in. A Trump commercial. Bernie Sanders is not going to be president of the United States. Working for a senator from Utah at the time. I've got to tell you, it feels a lot like it. A lot of giddiness, a lot of excitement, a thrill about this guy. You're saying a lot like McGovern? Well, exactly, because he was very excited. He excited the party completely. Blew away a really good candidate like Muskie, a really good guy. He blew him right out of the water because he had some issues. Now, analytically, I think a couple things have happened. One is... Warren was riding high. I thought she was going to sweep through everything. She's I should out. first two easily and just keep going. She was the one candidate I thought could yep. do that. What happened? She got a lot of scrutiny. A lot, you don't want a lot of scrutiny. And she got a lot of it. Does this stuff add up? The Medicare for all, the free college, all that stuff got killed. And guess who's going to get it now? Bernie's going to get it now. Bernie's going to ride high. And he's finally going to get scrutiny about his whole life, his ideology, his whole life, who did he root for all his life. Who is this guy ideologically? It's not just a nice, good stuff like health care. Why, why does he say the stuff he does about Maduro and people like that? Why does he say Denmark one week and then somebody else? I mean, I, people got to figure out who the guy is. Yeah. I think I know because I've, I've dealt with these guys most of my adult life. They're usually the guys at the card tables at, at, at a war rally. Maybe there's some guy, old guy with some old literature from this socialist party to that trying to sell it, trying to latch you onto the anti-war movement. There's always guys like that. And they're usually, you know, as, as Howard Fine once said, non-negotiable demands, you know, yelling up at the administration building during the anti-war movement. I know them, but I think the country's going to get to know them. I think we got a problem. We'll see. But, you know, nobody's going to say it tonight. They're all going to be cheering. Good old Bernie. You know, I think, I think he's going to win big tonight. Real big. Real. That is really big. I can't stress that enough. I'm anxious to hear what my sister Donna Perry thinks about that let me send it to her um i think that is very very telling of of chris matthews now and he was he's very upset i mean he is very upset 
The only thing he wants is for a Democrat to beat President Trump, who who I thought the Trump interview with Hannity yesterday, I thought it was very, very good. Let me just play a small snippet of uh, of that. I thought that, you know, that yesterday, the president, when he's in that, he's just so funny when he's not trying to be funny to me. I know I've said that before, but he is... Um, and I and Hannity handled him, Sean handled him very, very well about where he's just rattling off, you know, different people's names. And here's uh, President Trump yesterday talking about Bernie Sanders and echoes what Chris Matthews was saying this morning. Here we go. Bernie Sanders. Well, I think he's a communist. I mean, you know, look, I think of communism when I think of Bernie. Now, you could say socialist, but did he get married in Moscow? And that's wonderful. Moscow's wonderful. Might have been the honeymoon. You don't think necessarily, well, whatever. But you don't necessarily think in terms of marriage, Moscow. And it's wonderful. I'm not (laughs) knocking it, but I think of Bernie sort of as a socialist, but far beyond a socialist. True. It's true. Now, also, uh, Mayor Pete, listen to Mayor Pete. Did you hear this on with CNN? This is with Jake Tapper. And if you're a Trump supporter, and you're listening or watching right now, according to Mayor Pete, who he may get second tonight. Biden's doing that poorly. Mayor Pete may get second tonight. It could go Sanders, Mayor Pete, Biden. Warren has fallen off that much. Biden could get fourth. Sanders, uh, Warren or, or Biden could be third or fourth. Either way, I, I think Bernie's the big winner tonight. But listen to Mayor Pete. If you are with President Trump, you're a racist. Um, but Republicans are, have been seizing, including in a new Trump ad, on a statement you made saying, quote, anyone who supported this president is at best looking the other way on racism. You've also said that on my show. That's almost 63 million Americans who you're painting with a, a pretty broad brush. Do you regret saying that at all? No, I'm very concerned about the uh, racial division that this president has fostered. And uh, I'm meeting a lot of voters who are no longer willing to look the other way on that, uh, looking for a new political home. Um, but Republicans are seized- You know, that's not the point, though. See, this is a new version of the deplorables. That's what it is. And the fact that he's being questioned like that on CNN. You know, Mayor Pete, I, I don't know, I, I think... He's obviously a, a smart guy, right? He, and he he's he's a young guy, and he's he's hanging around. He's still there. He doesn't have enough to go over the top. He doesn't have enough to put him over the top, but he's definitely hanging around. But this is fun to see, just the amount of fighting that is going on, the amount of fighting that is going on right now. And let me also play Hillary. I mentioned Hillary did an interview. Over the weekend, this is a piece that um, that Fox uh, is running. She did an interview on Friday. Hillary Clinton, who who still might jump in, don't rule that out. She still is blaming Bernie Sanders and her supporters, his supporters, for her loss. Let me hear. Hillary Clinton not done talking about Bernie Sanders, the 2016 Democratic presidential nominee, saying in a new interview that Sanders did not try to unify the party after losing the primary to her four years ago, and that he and his supporters contributed to her loss to President Trump in the general election. Listen. What do you think that he can do, whether he's a nominee or not nominee, to help get to that point of unifying people to against Trump? Well, he can do it, for one. 
<laughs> That's not our experience from 2016. There was no question about who was going to be the nominee, but unfortunately, you know, his campaign and his principal supporters were just very difficult and really constantly not just attacking me, but my supporters. It had an impact. You know, that is, uh, I love that. And that shows uh, the divide that is there. That is, um, she is not being quiet. And the Bernie people, I saw yesterday on uh, This Week with Stephanopoulos, they were upset. I don't know why she keeps talking about 2016 and everything. Because, because it's, you know, because it makes sense. Because it's all relative. And right now, th- this this business that somehow... Even if Bernie Sanders loses, that he's going to, that he's going to, in fact, you know, get behind Mike Bloomberg. It's it's never happening. It's never happening. And I think Biden knows it. Biden is cannot believe what has happened with his son, with President Trump. Listen to former Vice President Joe Biden. He's in Iowa. He had been the front runner. People were saying he could finish first or second here. This could end up being him and Bernie, both first and second in New Hampshire. But Biden is upset. Hillary's still talking about chipping in. President Obama won't give him the endorsement. He even threw out that he'd make Michelle the VP as if she needs him. Michelle Obama could run and be the nominee if she wanted to. She doesn't want to. But listen to him snap at Savannah Guthrie when she brings up Hunter Biden. And I like Joe Biden says, hey, he's a grown man, as if he has no control over him. When he was VP, he should have shot down. No, you're not going to be part of that board. You're not. They're putting you on the board. But to Hunter Biden's defense, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro Show. 401-766-1380. When I saw Hunter Biden, I know everyone didn't like him. He was on Good Morning America. There were things he said that I thought they were pretty straight-laced and honest. Number one, he said, if I actually had $1.5 billion, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this interview. That's number one. Number two. When he was asked on Good Morning America, do you think you, you got that, the position, because your last name is Biden? And he said, everything in my life that I've gotten was because my last name was Biden. Why would this be any different? I thought that was pretty refreshing. But listen to Joe Biden, low energy Joe. No, what do they call him? Quid pro Joe, whatever. Joe Biden, former vice president. Listen to him snap at Savannah Guthrie of the Today Show. Here we go. Has it occurred to you that there's a certain irony here that here the president is accused of and is acknowledged wanting to get information about your son Hunter and his dealings with Ukraine? And this process of impeachment has ensured that everyone knows about Hunter's dealings with Ukraine. That's a good thing. No one's found anything wrong with his dealings with Ukraine except they say it sets a bad image. Well, do you agree that it sets a bad yeah. image? And my son said that. Do you think it was wrong for him to take that position? No. Knowing that it was really because but that company did. wanted access to you. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No Whoa. one said that. Who said that? Well, don't, Who you said that? that don't you think that it's just one of those things where people think, well, that seems kind of sleazy. Why would he have that job if not for his who his father was? He's a very bright guy. I guess the question I'm kind of asking is, appearance. was it right? His appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he regretted having done it. Speech for himself. The grown man. You gonna predict a win tomorrow night? You know that. Um, you know what I do like though is I do like the fact that he went right out. Who's saying that? 
You know, that's always a pet peeve with me. You know, some people are saying, I like the fact that he did challenge her with, I, I like the fact that he challenged her on who's saying that. You're saying that. But who's saying that? Boy, tonight's going to be wild. I can't wait. So they caucus at 8. I think at 10 o'clock our time, they're going to have results. They should start to have results. It could go into the night. I think Sanders wins. Uh, Sanders, Yang supporters push conspiracy theory about the Iowa poll. It isn't true. They definitely don't like the way that the caucus is set up. And I also like the fact um, that they're saying a lot of people will not turn out tonight because they just don't want to deal with the fact, for instance, that they're a Trump supporter. And they don't want to let their neighbors know they're a Trump supporter. So they're just not going to be part of this tonight. They're not going to go and say, I'm with President Trump. They don't need people coming after them like that. I think the old notion, this way, the way this Iowa caucus has done it, I think it is outdated now. Right? You have to go to a, someone's home or a VFW hall or a gymnasium and people give speeches. And then you go into the corner of who you are supporting. I, I think because things are so divisive right now. That I, I think um, people really would would gravitate towards the privacy of the of the uh, the ballot box. I do believe that, and then be able to vote in private. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Good afternoon to um, did he lean over and smell it here? Good one, Frank. Sleepy Joe. That's right, Ryan. Good afternoon, Stephen. Oh, I know. Um, Stephen's getting the popcorn ready for tonight. It should be good. Jim Ionelli, thank you again for that. Um, and, uh, you're very th- good. He was so five minutes when he said that. Well, he's a banana. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I, I think he's on the money. See, I, I disagree. Um, who's, uh, Vincent is saying that he, Matthews is an old drunk. I, I think he's not putting on the show because he, here's the, the real thing. Every time they mention Bloomberg, right? Every time they mention New York, former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg, all they keep mentioning is his money. None of them are saying his, his uh, proposals. No one is saying the way he galvanizes people. No one says the way he electrifies or unites people. And I've met, and I thought he was a great mayor in New York. Former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg. And if you go to some of my social media accounts, I have pictures with him and I've met him and interviewed him. He, um, he was a Republican, and then he became an independent, and then now he's running in the Democrat primary. Um, th- there's so many things he did that actually he, the guy is brilliant. He has over $50 billion, but the only thing you keep hearing about Bloomberg is that he has the money. But he is on a collision course right now with the Sanders people. The Sanders people, if, the, if this train gets rolling, they are not going to be stopped. And they, they do. They make, they are. The, it's the union mentality. It's the non-negotiable demands. Now, the unions, Bernie Sanders does have some union support in Nevada. Biden is supposed to have it. I, I think Biden, though, he, he, I don't think he's going to win tonight. And then it's going to look bad. And the Sanders people are tough, and they're ready for battle, and they're ready for New Hampshire. New Hampshire primary is a week from tomorrow. The New Hampshire debate is this Friday night. It goes full speed ahead from here on out. 
tonight. They're not even in Iowa for the results. They are on planes to New Hampshire tomorrow. You hit the ground running in New Hampshire. It is true. Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz won Iowa. And then obviously President Trump, nothing stopped him after that. So, but I, I, I think they're fearful that Sanders just becomes unstoppable. And he had the momentum. You know, he never really disbanded his function, his campaign apparatus from 2016. They feel they were denied the nomination from Hillary unfairly. And there's something to that. I, I, this, folks, this is great to watch the infighting. Because notice, Bernie Sanders does not have huge support in Rhode Island. He has some supporters. But most of the Democrats in power, Alorza is with Mayor Pete. He, you know, he's with him for whatever reason. Uh, Raimondo is with Bloomberg. She's not even with Biden. She's with Bloomberg. Um, you, you have some fringe people that are with Bernie Sanders. But there are a lot of the same people that don't get anything done in the state. President Trump is in a very good position right now because the, uh, the collision course of the Sanders people, there's nothing they want more than to hit Super Tuesday and blow out Bloomberg on Super Tuesday. They can't wait for that to happen. They like to fight. The ranks just for the fight. They want our March 5th. Blank you, Mike Bloomberg. They want to finish him off right then. They have four contests to go first. First Iowa tonight, then New Hampshire, then Nevada, and then South Carolina. They want to finish off Biden by then. Biden's going to try to hang around the first four contests. Biden also doesn't have a lot of money. How about Bernie spent $50 million? Biden spent 15 or 12, somewhere in there. Not even close. Elizabeth Warren crumbling is good for Bernie Sanders. And people do think, you know, he talks authentic and he's real. And they do like him with that. You know, how about the fact that we've talked about this? Him having the heart attack got people like, hey, he's, he's real. Good old Bernie. Doesn't cave. Michael Moore, given that, those speeches, the supporters are so fired up for Bernie Sanders. They are. And they are going nuts in Iowa today. And they're going to go crazy. And then the next week is New Hampshire. Biden is in trouble. Him snapping at Savannah Guthrie. Very, very telling. Very, very telling. Folks, it's John DePietro, 766-1380. Now, I'm going to tell you, there are developments with the convention center. I'm going to tell you about that. Hey, I want to remind you, though, I am so happy. Congratulations. Today is opening day. Ron's Pastry Gourmet Bakery and Cafe. Located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's right off, right next to us, AAA in Providence, right off of uh, Silver Street, uh, Spring Street and Branch Avenue. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Valentine's is coming up. What do you see? They have it fully decorated. The best bakery. Ron is a genius. He is an artist over 55 years. Everything is fresh. Try their cannolis. Try their chocolate-covered donuts and cookies and pastry. All fresh, they are making pastry great again. Dipped chocolate strawberries, easy to get to, plenty of free parking. Stop in and see them. They are the real deal. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, congratulations to them. They're big listeners, and they have opened. I'm so happy for them. Look, follow the signs. 
follow the signs. If you can find AAA, you can find them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right next to AAA, right off of Silver Spring Street and Branch Avenue area. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for the signs. Cookies, pastry, chocolate-covered donuts, the most delicious cannolis. Oh, he's so talented. Everything fresh, making pastry great again. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, 766-1380. But this, you know, I'm not. The people that are knocking Chris Matthews, Matthews is being real. Matthews gets a feel. He's been in Iowa. And this business of um, Joe Scarborough trying to say, well, you know, that's what people said about Donald Trump. But this thing is setted, set right now on a path of Trump versus Bernie Sanders. But first, Sanders has a lot of hoops to go through. And one of them is, and I think he is going to, I think he could end up running the table uh, the first four contests. But Bloomberg is standing right there, and they would love nothing more than Michael Moore and the squad and all to ram it right up, Bloom, just like Mattiello. I'll stick an enema up there, blank, right up there. Blank you, you billionaire. Everything is greed with them, right? And then that is going to say, think of this. John Kerry overheard telling someone, if need be, I will jump in because they know Biden can't do it. Joe Biden, is, it's, it's not there. It's not there. They can sense it. He could, he, could be, he could be done by the end of the month of February. Joe Biden. Then what do you have? Bloomberg, they're never getting behind. As a matter of fact, the Sanders people, they're not getting behind anybody. Elizabeth Warren is already, that, that campaign is over. She is not coming back. And what I like about Chris Matthews, say what you want. But he framed it. Bernie Sanders has never been scrutinized. He hasn't. These plans. He can't get 60 votes in the Senate and get anything done. These people that think they support him, that they're supporting. This race will be capitalism versus communism slash socialism. And capitalism wins. You do not want socialism, communism. That's not what the United States is. It's not. President Trump obviously is not a perfect man. He's a flawed individual. But if it becomes socialism, uh, communism versus capitalism, we vote capitalism. We do. This is a huge war within the Democrat Party and maybe non-repairable. At the end of this election, the Democrat Party, as you know, it could be over. And if Bernie Sanders, if they deny him the nomination the way they did uh, in 2016, he, he and his supporters are the type they would run third party. Like, they don't care. Burn it to the ground. If we can't win, then you're not going to win. Non-negotiable demands. Doesn't that sound familiar? 90 sick days. You can't have 90 sick days in Warwick. 90 non-negotiable demands. All right. 766-1380. A lot more ahead on this Iowa Caucus Monday. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is a perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401 401- 
401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Well, folks, remember, they want to be your oil provider. We're talking about Henry Oil. Call them today. The original, the best. Henry Oil, since 1947, a Rhode Island success story. Full-service fuel company, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery. 24-hour burner service for contracted regular customers. Oil burner service and installation. Automatic delivery. Budget plans. Call Henry Oil today. Online at henryoil.com. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, plumbing and heating. Henry Oil, residential, commercial, service contracts, budget plans. Call them today, 401-521-0200, serving most of Rhode Island and most of most, most of Massachusetts. Henry Oil, 521-0200. I'm on the road and my ride is going strong. At Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day with Rhode Island's only true one price on our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price, guaranteed. And it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front-wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. Great selection, top-notch service, and the lowest one price only at Paul Massey. Well, for all your heating needs, remember, J.K.L. Engineering, the heating season is definitely here. Now, this week, let me just check the forecast. It is definitely going to eight Iowa counties have total registration rates larger than eligible voter population. 18,600 extra names on the voter rolls. Boy, doesn't that sound familiar? But looking at the week ahead, tomorrow, the high 4635, and then Wednesday, the low 26. Thursday, possible snow, uh, 37. Then Friday, 21. Saturday, 24. Sunday, 26. So then you have uh, some cold weather coming. Folks, call J.K.L. Engineering today. 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Remember, with J.K.L., they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates on the market. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Make sure your heating system is working as efficiently as possible. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, and we're back on the John DePietro Show. Good afternoon, one and all. Now for some local news. Phone line 766-1380. You can email me, john at DePietro.com. You know, everything wrong with Rhode Island is in this story. Ready? The $400 million project that would transform Pawtucket's riverfront into a stunning three-site destination 
is, quote, moving forward quickly, according to the developer. But details on where the private financing stands remains unknown. Why let a little thing like that stand in our way? The plans revealed show tidewater landing gleaming on the Seekonk River, a bridge connecting the 7,500-seat soccer stadium to a river walk, retail development on Division Street, hotel, community sports complex, projection from the state, blah, 1,000 permanent jobs, 2,500 construction jobs. Mayor Grabian says it's a game changer, a predicted $130 million a year impact on the state's economy. Sorry for the cliche, but it's a game changer. He pointed up the three of liver location, blah, blah, blah. Expects it to have economic ripple. Oh, it's just the sky is the limit. The only thing is the financing is unknown. Unless you have the $400 million, I'm trying to figure out how the hell they're going to do it. I don't think they can do it. Full steam ahead, but without financing details. Well, we've already seen what happens when they come out with these projections, like the DOT, right? The DOT projecting, we're going to do $70 million in revenue. $70 million in revenue over a two-year period. Don't worry about the cost of all this construction because we estimate, <coughs> excuse me, we are going to do $70 million in tolls over a two-year period. Until they did 16. Then it was a problem. Then you have a shortfall of 54 million. Only 54 million. I wouldn't really worry about it. Now, folks, is as far as the situation with Mattiello, make no mistake, it is very significant. I don't think he's going to talk to the state police, but he did sit down with the Providence Journal. He's not under oath. The Providence Journal, they don't know what various things were said. By some of his underlings. They're doing the best they can. I don't knock the interview. I don't. But this situation with the convention center. The Mattiello people are rattled. People are talking. And more importantly. People are coming forward. And talking about that's not the first time. That it's happened. Where he, he makes a threat. And then if he doesn't get what he wants. He follows through. And it's a problem. You know, this could end up Bernie Sanders tonight. This this is a huge, huge story because Bernie Sanders taking tonight and then in a matter. Imagine that suddenly you turn around, you in Iowa, you in New Hampshire, and they are on their way. He's not going away. The field is going to shrink. More people are going to come over to him. I, and Elizabeth Warren, when she caves and she is caving, the Warren campaign is collapsing. The more that happens, that goes into Bernie Sanders. It does. Biden doesn't have it. That's why John Kerry was having a meltdown yesterday. He was overheard by a reporter telling someone he's willing to step in to be the nominee. And it's just, it's not going to work that way. They're not going away. The Bernie people are not going away. How about Drudge Report? Super Bowl of insults. Trump says, uh... Bloomberg is short. He called the president obese. Uh, Mike Bloomberg is not going to be the nominee. The Bernie people, that never, anyone that, that thinks that to me, you're not listening to what the conversation is.
I think as much as people don't like it, I think Chris Matthews echoed a big fear in the Democrat Party. And that is he's not even a Democrat. Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat. And his people, they are out for blood. They are all in for Bernie. They are absolutely all in for Bernie Sanders. And they're not going over with anybody else. They can't wait to defeat a billionaire like Bloomberg. And just, you know, every time they're talking about greed, like one of his supporters, this woman, Nina Turner. Isn't it fabulous? We have a true champion. I'm coming for your greed. That's what she was saying. To have a true champion for justice who has already said to Wall Street, I'm coming for your creed. Pharmaceutical industry, I'm coming for your greed. Fossil fuel industry, I'm coming for your greed. And to the oligarchs of this nation, you will no longer be able to have all the voice because a conscious-minded people power movement is taking over. Hello, somebody. I love that. Knock so on one of your women. Hello, somebody. You said, you know, some of these folks, they got a castle like view. And Dr. Cornell West and I talk about this all the time. Hello, see, we somebody. need leaders who don't just see things from the castle looking down on the streets. We need a leader who has a street view, and his name is Bernard Sanders. Hello, somebody. I like that. Folks, again, 766-1380. How about Ramundo is livid? She was booed at the URI game. Absolutely livid. And on the way home, people could hear her talking to her staff, saying, never again. I'm glad that's the last URI game I'm going to. The last URI game I'm going to. Was Governor Mundo so upset that she was booed at the URI game on Friday night? Here's a headline. Elizabeth Warren promises Iowa supporters the party will, quote, come together after the primaries. I don't see it. I don't see that in any way. No way. Absolutely not. You know, these national polls don't mean anything. I don't understand these. Why are you, Who cares these national polls? If they, they don't meet. It's, it's, it's the state matchups that matter. The state matchups that matter. Um, let me find also. Boy, did San Francisco blow that game last night? Or did San Francisco blow that game last night? My goodness. Let's see. Trump, Kansas is uh, trending. Trump, Hannity interview. Um, I thought I thought the president was good yesterday. I enjoyed that. I liked a lot of his comments. Um, Where's Hunter? Bernie Sanders. Well, I think he's a communist. You mentioned now Elizabeth Warren. She's not true to it. I call a fairy tale because everything's a fairy tale. That's how Pocahontas got started. Everything's a fairy tale. This woman can't tell the truth. Michael Bloomberg. Uh, very little. I just think of little. Hillary. I think of email. Pelosi. Uh, I think she's a very confused, very nervous woman. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right. 766-1380. Oh, to the phones we go. Good afternoon. You're on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Uh, good afternoon, John. Thank you for taking my phone call. Very welcome. Yeah. What gets me is the fact these progressive Democrats, they rile against, they rile against people who have accumulated wealth. And yet they have two from their party, two billionaires in, in the race, which Steyer 
in Bloomberg. Yep. You know, I mean, it, it, it really gets to me. Of course, the other people, you know, Pocahontas and company, you know, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, uh, Sleepy Joe. The, the fact is, is that none of them are going to be able to beat Trump. They're not going to. And Sanders, They're definitely not. not. No. The, the fact is, what he has going for him is because, I, I hate to use the term, but he gets screwed out of the endorsement. Yes. Last time against Hillary right. Clinton. And, yes. and, that's why, and that's why the Bernie people are going to stick together and fight like hell. They are. And But here, here's the thing. You know, when you step back... No one gave anything to Michael Bloomberg. I mean, he, he came up with the idea for, you know, the computer operate, operation that he used for financial services, for then a news outlet and so forth. He, he, Michael Bloomberg is worth over $50 billion, but it, it's not like he, he didn't steal it from anyone. He creates jobs. Um, see, this is all part of they, they demonize anyone successful they demonize they really do that's and that's what's behind it but you're right and and you know you're very smart to pick up on this business this this notion that they're going to come together let's just say somehow michael bloomberg became the nominee for the party do you think for one second the bernie sanders supporters are going to get behind him and back him uh, I don't. I don't believe so. No way! Absolutely the, not. They wouldn't the back Hillary. They wouldn't back Hillary, even though you know there was Hillary, and she's speaking out. Even though Hillary, let's face it, she could have made history as the first female president. Um, they would not back her. They are. It's it's Sanders or nothing with that crowd. They they they, they don't. He's not even a Democrat. He's an independent. They they really don't support quote the party. So they're they're all or nothing. It's either they either vote for him now. Some of the Elizabeth Warren people are coming over to his side, and I think in some way maybe their support was interchangeable. But how on, on, on if, if you've been preaching about the billionaires in AOC, you know you didn't earn a billion; you took one billion, is the way she describes it. When, when you talk that way, there's no way, no how, there ever supporting Michael Bloomberg as the nominee. Oh, you're absolutely right, John. Like yeah. said, they're the ones they're the ones who want to basically take this country and run it into the ground. That's right. Because they want everything for free. Yes. They want they want the they want the, they want the uh they want the United States of America to become United Socialist States of America. That's right. Open border. Because open borders and you know, everything for free. Oh, don't worry, we don't know what it's going to cost, but we'll pay for it later. You know, type of attitude. And the, and the fact is, is that that's what basically ran down communism. Yes. Is that they could, they, it was unsustainable. That's right. You know, I do hear from some business people that even though the economy's good and so forth, I, I do hear from business people that it, it can be hard to find workers. It can be hard to find people that will take minimum wage jobs or lower paying jobs and so forth. And, 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 and any of those business people, if they think it's tough now, it would be impossible under a president if he became power, but under a Bernie Sanders, because remember their provision of that whole Green New Deal is those who choose not to work. It'd be very simple. If you want to go work at McDonald's, you get minimum wage, which would probably even then be like $20 an hour. Or if you choose not to work, you could stay home and you'll still get close to $20 an hour. None of those workers, who, who would go to work? Like I said, John, they're delusional. They are delusional, yeah. But he is not, I, I do agree with, he has not been vetted. 
that there are people, the impeachment, they're so angry about impeachment and they do hate the president so much that I think this whole impeachment thing where where Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats made a huge mistake is this has really fueled Bernie Sanders. Because if you're if you hate Trump and you have that Trump derangement syndrome and you can't stand him and you're angry and he's destroyed, blah, blah, blah. You're not jump. Mayor Pete's not angry enough for you. And 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 uh, Biden's not angry enough for you. And Bloomberg certainly isn't. When you go there to Bernie Sanders and I'm tired of the billionaires ripping us off and this guy and blah, blah, blah. When you watch when I watched I watched one of his rallies last week on C-SPAN. They, those people are angry and he's an angry old guy. That's who they love it and they feed off it. Um, yep. And what one yeah, last yeah. thing, what one last thing is what people need to understand is he's not talking about improving. And you, you actually hinted at it, but he's not talking about improving the system. He wants to get a, do away with the system we have. He wants to get rid of capitalism. Oh, absolutely. But, John, you know, you know what this whole scenario reminds me of? Years ago, they had a movie with Peter Finch called Network. Where everybody's opening the windows yes, and screaming. I'm, I I'm mentioned that. Howard, Howard Beale. That's what he is. Yeah. He's Howard Beale. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. And that's basically who he is. But I, I give him credit. Chris Matthews, he did not go along with this foolishness on Morning Joe of like, let's see who's going to win and then we're going to rally the party together. They're not rallying behind. The Sanders people are non-negotiable. They are no way. It's either my way or the highway. They do not go on board. When you have Hillary Clinton saying they were booing Michelle Obama at the convention and never Hillary and everything else, they're, they're not going on board with anyone. But I think he's going to have a big night tonight because they have them fired up. Well, like I said, if he, he's been tied up you know, somewhat down in Washington with the impeachment process. Yep. Like in some other, you know, the others, uh, the, whole, the, whole pro- the whole problem is, is that it couldn't come about at a better time for Bernie Sanders. You're right. You're exactly right. And his his surrogates and advocates like the squad or Michael Moore, when you watch them, regardless of what people think of some of these people, but when you watch them the way I do, they're wildly effective. And you know what? It, it actually comes back to it was April of 2016, almost four years ago, and it was the Rhode Island primary, and you had Hillary Clinton on Saturday she was able, they would manage to get 500 people into the gym at Central Falls High School. And, and a huge part of them were union members in, in Luna, Labor's International T-shirts. And what did Bernie Sanders have? 9,000 people at the Temple of Music or Rogers Park. That, it's the more exciting campaign. It is. And people do get fired up. But there's no way he's going to, he cannot win the presidency. And they know it, though, because they're speaking up. That's why, look at John Kerry. If I have to, I'll get in. Hillary's not ruling it out, you know. But I, I don't think Bloomberg's going to stop him because they are so fired up right now. And you're, you're right. His people feel he got, which he did. He did get screwed in 2016. Um, he's not going away. And he's not going to fade this time. He's not folding the tent. No way. He's fighting to the end. This is a bitter Democrat party, and this is great because I think this does lead to a landslide for President Trump. I hope so, because otherwise than that, I hate to see all the, all the gains in the economy and our 401ks and, and the jobs that have been created go right down the toilet right. because, because of the socialist communism doctrine. That's right. I don't think it's going to – I don't – I don't think that's going to going to happen, but because there's going to be so much division, you know, Governor Amundo, 
she did an interview with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. I have him on, on uh, Wednesdays. And, and she, he was shooting out the different names. And when he mentioned Bernie Sanders, she said, oh, he's a socialist. That, that, that is, she's not voting for him. You, you, the Sanders people, everyone feels you have to be nice to them because you want to try to bring them under the tent. And as Hillary Clinton, thank you for the call, as Hillary Clinton found out, they don't want to come under the tent. They won't come under the tent. They, they are, no way. They are not on board. I think Chris Matthews, what he is saying with his arms folded and dejected, he knows what's coming here. He's John D. Petro. He's really in the know with his talk show. Folks, thanks for listening. It's John DePietro. We're back tomorrow at 11. We have a big show the day after Iowa. Stay tuned. The John Dion program is next after the 2 o'clock news. Donna Perry will be in studio with me tomorrow. Remember, visit the website. See what everyone's talking about. The latest on Mattiello and the Convention Center. DePietro.com. D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You can contact me there. Send me a message there. If you want to advertise on the show, it all starts. If you missed any part of the show, click on podcast. John Dion is next.